Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Today on the podcast, what you can expect in the last three episodes of the Harry and Meghan doc that dropped today, but no spoilers. Also, the dangerous toys that Santa brought. How, how did we survive? I have no idea. From chemistry sets to cracker balls, we've got them all on the podcast. Oh, man. Reaction is coming in from friends and family of Ellen's co-host, Twitch, about his passing. We'll share that with you coming up. And as always, the $1,000 Minute Advantage, the answer to question number 10. This is for Friday, December 16th. $1,000 Minute, the answer for question 10 is lobster traps. Wake up. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Well, good morning. It is Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Happy Thursday. Oh, my goodness. So Look. a week ago, we were at the Toy Drive in Dartmouth. And now we're 10 days away from Christmas. Yeah. Officially. Uh, yesterday we were talking about our Christmas shopping and whether or not we were feeling pretty good of our, our progress so far. And both you and I said we've done nothing so far. Failures. So I went home and I was thinking, okay, maybe I should put a couple orders in online. What was I thinking? December 14th, you too think late. I'm going to get anything in time for no, Christmas? You're too late. <laughs> you see, another failure on, on your part. And I didn't even try. On my part, you're the same way. You I, haven't done anything. No, I haven't done anything. I argued with the... Our uh, our dental insurance company. I did that for much of yesterday. Oh no! What happened? Uh, Not covering we'll <laughs> what fine. they're supposed to be. We'll be, <laughs> we'll be fine. And uh, yeah, yeah. Then I went to Daryl's. Of course, you went to Daryl's. How? Mm-hmm. Oh, did you get their holiday wrap? No. <gasps> what? I didn't even look at the menu. You if don't. You I don't did, stray for what you like. I would have. I mean. Honestly, I'm now feeling some regret that I didn't look at the menu. The oh, holiday wrap. You got to do the holiday wrap. Oh, it's man. so good. Turkey and cranberry sauce and oh, it's delicious. Stop it. I know. Uh I know this is uh this is <laughs> hard to believe. Uh, 14 days from now. I'm just looking at the forecast. I know it can all change. It's very very far, yeah. but you can see Christmas Eve and Christmas Day on the 14-day forecast. Right. Those are the only days of the week calling for snow. Oh, really? Snow on Christmas Eve and snow on Christmas Day. The rest of the week is sunny. <laughs> you think the forecasters are just saying, ah, oh, let's get them away. Let's give them some false hope. There's 14 days. <laughs> Nobody's going to look that far ahead. I know everything's going to change before then, but I'm just saying if we can have a white Christmas for once in years, I'm here for this. What the fact? How come saffron is so expensive? Oh. Huh? So expensive. <laughs> Have you ever bought it? No, but I've looked at it at the store. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can get uh, a, a reasonable um, bag, bag <laughs> can, can package <laughs> of saffron for uh, at uh, Costco. You can still buy that. There. Oh, okay. But if you go on Amazon this morning, which I just did, 100 grams of saffron, 100 grams is not very much. No, it's not. It's going for about $1,000. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, no, not man. kidding. The reason is this, and I never knew this until this very moment. Uh, to make a pound of saffron spice, you would need 75,000 saffron flowers. And only a small portion of those flowers is used for the spice. And all the harvesting must be done by hand. So 100 grams this morning on Amazon will cost you $1,000. Okay, checks out then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mount Everest, highest mountain in the world, right? Yeah. The correct pronunciation is Everest. That's what us colonizers call it anyway. It's not what the people in the area call it. But Sir George Everest was a surveyor from Wales 
it's named after him, and that's how he pronounced his name. So someday, if I want to climb Mount Everest, mm-hmm. people are going to look at me real weird <laughs> and say, what? what Buddy. Are you, about? <laughs> you mean Everest, right? No, Everest. You're not pronouncing it right. Uh, stay with me on this one. Major League Baseball has managed to buy all the domain names for all of its teams except three. So they own, you know, BlueJays.com, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, they own, um, pick a team, right? RedSox.com. Okay. But they don't own Giants.com. So there's a San Francisco Giants team. That, that actually belongs to the football team called the Giants. Rays.com, as in Tampa Rays, is owned by a restaurant in Seattle. They've not been able to get that back from them. Hmm. And Guardians.com, Cleveland just changed its name from something that is that was racist to something that is no longer racist. They are the Guardians. And Guardians.com is currently for sale, but not at a price that Cleveland wants to buy, buy it at. Twins, Minnesota Twins, they own their name now. Okay. But it's fairly recent. Um, it was owned by a set of twins, actual twins, in California who refused to sell it at any price. But back in September, they finally caved and sold it for what's being called a reasonable agreement here. I'm sure it's reasonable. And why do you need a website for your twin and you? It doesn't <laughs> like matter, it does, but they you owned mean, it. They owned it for I a know, but come on. Okay, one more finally. Again, never knew this. What the fact. The person who invented and patented the clasp on bras was Mark Twain, the author Mark Twain. Huckleberry Finn. Of course it was a man. It makes sense. It's the worst thing ever. (laughs) Probably the worst thing ever. But he didn't even invent it for bras. I mean, Mark Twain wasn't sitting around one day saying, how can we keep our bras together in the back? It was because his suspenders were an issue. He hated the clasp that was on suspenders. So Ah, he invented this thing. Okay. And it worked on suspenders a little bit, but not very well. But the only thing that it still exists on is bras. I literally put my bra on backwards every single day. Doesn't everybody? Because I can't. I can't with the clasp. <laughs> the Back in the Day Brunch. All your favorite throwbacks with Meredith Shaw. Take me back to the day. Sunday morning at 11. Move 100. Fill in the blank. I could never date someone who doesn't like blank. Blank. Mm -hmm. 15% of men say the person they date has to share the love of the same sport team as they do. Good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it more fun if you both cheer on for like a different team, like Flames and Oilers? That's so fun. I suppose that happens a lot in Alberta and that would be, I I, I think that would be a little awful. (laughs) I mean, mean, depending on how seriously you each took your your love of the sports team. I mean, but it it eliminates so many people. If 15% of men say they couldn't date someone. They're just not going to do it if they don't share their love of the same sports team. So dumb. I mean, that's... My wife, by the way, is a Red Sox fan because, like, she's been to three Red Sox games and thinks they're great. <laughs> so <laughs> She's just there to have a good... She's like me. I love... I'm not, like, following sports religiously, but I will go to any game because it is such a good time. It is a good time. I will be a good sport for that. But, I mean, how many people are you eliminating if by doing that? I mean, what are the odds that... So you're a Red Sox fan, and you're going to find someone who's perfect for you who's also a Red Sox fan. So dumb, so dumb. Okay, so we want you to fill in the blank for us. I could never date someone who doesn't like blank. Okay, let me throw one out. And this is, I'm, I'm serious, not serious. Okay. Okay, because it is ridiculous. I will admit that it's ridiculous. 
But I could never be with someone. I could never date someone. I'm not going to date anybody at this point, <laughs> right? But I could never date someone with, you know, thinking about a long-term relationship mm -hmm. who couldn't sing, who was completely tone deaf. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? That is the most Peter answer. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? You would have loved Gisela if she was tone deaf? Um, I would have maybe found a way around that oh, one. Oh, give I me a break. You're the Partridge family. <laughs> <laughs> but again, if you can just imagine around the house, this long-term, this relationship turns into a long-term marriage or living together, whatever. And it's just like somebody singing out of tune mm, all the time. You just can't get on scream. board. I would scream. I would literally end but up... <laughs> In counseling. Basically what it's like being in this room with me every day. No, no, Erin. No, <laughs> by the way, Erin can sing. No, she really can no, sing. No, 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 she can. She can't whistle for crap. But she can. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Her whistling is completely at a tune, which is weird. But, but she can sing. See, and, and so only Peter would say something like that. No. <laughs> because I, he's good at singing. No, I don't get how... People can, by the way, sing, but can't whistle in tune. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't even know how to whistle. I just try. Yeah, she's just... Yeah. Like, same note over and over again. Yeah, that's fine. If that doesn't drive you crazy. <laughs> well, put your headphones on, then. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is way more chill than yours. Okay, go. I could never date anybody who didn't like cheese straight up. Really? I need somebody in my life who shares... Their love of cheese like I do, just because I will find a way to add it in every dish that I make. Mm. If I could eat a charcuterie board with cheese and crackers for dinner every day, I would. I do that. If Renee was not a fan of cheese, I don't. It would be a struggle. I'm a little saddened by that. The fact that <laughs> you will never be with my wife. You will never experience that because oh, right. she has cheese allergies. <laughs> <laughs> and so you just eliminated her. How dare you? I'm sorry. How dare I'm you sorry. eliminate my wife? I love Gisela. <laughs> from your list of potential <laughs> life partners. That's awful. I love her, but I could never be with her. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, your turn. Text this morning. I could not date someone who does not go ape for Christmas. It's <laughs> Go ape? <laughs> I love that. Merry Christmas, folks. And oh, the sign Jim. Hey, by the way, you're texting us. Yeah, let us know your name. We'd love to know who's Absolutely. We want to give you a shout out. This text uh, did not include a, a name. Yeah, text us back with a name. Good morning. I can never date someone who doesn't love children. Okay. Mm. And goes on to say, I have eight grandchildren, ages 21 to 7. Uh, have a terrific day. Thanks for all the joy you bring each morning. Oh, Thank you. Oh, that is nice. That deserves a shout out of your name, too. Yeah. So, yeah, conclude your name. I love this text. It says, I could never date someone who doesn't like seafood. Mm -hmm. Then it continues on. My boyfriend hates it and I can't eat it around him. <laughs> so, so she continues to yeah. date him. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be with him for long. This is literally Renee and I. Remember you and I were chatting about East Coast foods that I have to, I've, I've never touched. And yeah, yeah. I ate, what was I eating? Ta cod, cod tongues. tongues. Mm -hmm. I was so, Renee cannot deal with seafood as well. And I was making cod tongues in my air fryer. And I felt so worried about her coming home and like gagging immediately yeah. that I put my air fryer out on my front patio uh -huh. and cooked it outside so that she wouldn't come home and be so upset with me. So I get it. When they don't like seafood, it's 
It's a hard life. Love means cooking cod tongues <laughs> outside. <laughs> I guarantee some of my neighbors were walking by going, what the hell is she doing? Jason says uh, she's going to have to like fishing. She has to like going fishing at the very least once a year. My wife is the one. Oh, cute. Jason. I love that. Okay, I could never date someone who doesn't like blank. Good morning, move. I won't date anyone who doesn't like dogs or cats. Uh, right on. Yeah. It says a lot about a person, doesn't it? Now, do you have a dog right now? Yes, I have two dogs. What Aww. kind of they're dogs? Very, uh, they're very smart. They know if someone's not oh. real. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. What kind of dogs are they? Believe it or not, it's a German Shepherd and a Shih Tzu. It's quite the, <laughs> the two different. Quite the duo. Yes. Yeah. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. You could never date someone who doesn't like blank. Mm-hmm. Fill in that blank for us. Someone's turned this around from text this morning. Sign, hey, give us your name. I'm, I'm going to get on that a lot today. We'd yeah. love to know your name. Uh, and thanks to Jim for sending another text and including his name. But this one says, I shouldn't have dated slash married someone who doesn't appreciate hunting. Signed, every, every hunter. hunter. <laughs> I think I would pass away if I dated a hunter. Oh, I, I know of a guy... <laughs> Who is supposed to have knee surgery, have, supposed to have knee replacement. Okay. He got the call saying uh, we can do it on uh, December 1st or something like that. And he and he said, no, I can't, I'm busy that weekend. It was the last weekend of hunting. hunting. So, <laughs> you know, 22,000 people are waiting for surgeries. No, Literally. Hunting. Priorities. Gotta go. Priorities. <laughs> I love it. And Jim's, uh, he, he sent us a text earlier and then sent this one. Shout out to Xavier, my border collie. I leave Move 100 on the radio at home to keep her Aww, in the Christmas spirit. Cute. Can we, can we just spend a minute with Xavier here? Yeah. Hi, Xavier. Hi. Hey, how are you? Cutie pie. Oh, good doggy. Oh, what a good girl. Look at you. Oh, my gosh. Our dog voices. <laughs> I can't. Donna texted in saying, I can't date anybody who doesn't love days of our lives. Oh, wow. <laughs> You <laughs> said a high bar, Donna. 30-year staple and wine. What does that mean, 30-year staple? <laughs> oh, that too. She's got two. You oh, have to love, you have to love Days you. of Our Lives. She's been loving it for 30, 30 years. 30 years, I see. And also wine. I'm dead. Thanks, and Donna. wine. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, this text, couldn't date anybody who doesn't like Morgan Wallen. That's okay. a deal breaker. You were just saying he's the like so big. He's the biggest country artist on the planet mm. right now. He was canceled a few years ago. Yeah. But he's made an exceptional comeback. He, I, all I keep seeing online are videos of people trying to buy tickets to his tour right now, and it's literally impossible. But I guess that's like everything else these days with Ticketmaster. It is a nightmare. Oh, absolutely yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Can't date anyone who doesn't like Morgan. Okay. Uh huh. Good morning. I could never date anybody who doesn't like horses. <laughs> you would not want to date someone who doesn't like horses. Right? Do you have your own horse? No. But you love horses, right? Yeah. Okay. So who doesn't? Have you ever met anyone who just doesn't like horses? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes people can be afraid. Yeah. They're so nice and gentle, but they're big. And sometimes they're not nice and gentle. Yeah. <laughs> Move 100. I want you to know what's trending. Well, obviously, devastating, devastating news we heard yesterday. Stephen Twitch Boss, a very, very well-known dancer and famous for being a former DJ on the Ellen DeGeneres show, has passed away at the age of 40 by suicide. 
honestly, shocking news to the world. Absolutely shocking for many, many reasons. And a reminder that you just never know what somebody's going through. Twitch was known for just being a stand-up, positive, fun, amazing person. Obviously, you know, it scares the heck out of me. Because was that all performative? His happiness on that show? Maybe it was something that's happened to Mm. him recently. But Mm -hmm. if it was performative and he was just putting on a smile and dancing for everybody. It's devastating. You hide it. You worry about the people in your life. You do. Uh, Now, he does leave behind his wife, Allison Boss, and three children. Mm. His wife did post a tribute on social media yesterday saying that Stephen lit up every single room that he stepped into. Uh, It's sad. They just celebrated their ninth wedding anniversary over the weekend. And one of the last videos that he posted on his Instagram was a video of him and his wife dancing in front of the Christmas tree. They're kind of famous for their dancing videos, so really hard to watch. Uh, Ellen is among many of the celebrities posting about Twitch online. Of course, the two worked together for years. So Ellen said, Twitch was my family and I love him with all my heart. Really, really sad. Hey, if you've been binging the Harry and Meghan documentary on Netflix, a reminder that the final episodes of the show dropped today. Apparently, Prince William is furious with Harry over the show. Now, royal sources are speaking out saying Prince William considers his relationship with Harry over and that he'll never be able to forgive him for selling out his and Kate's secrets. Now, I've watched all the episodes that are posted online. I don't think there was that much being shared, so I can only assume that the episodes dropping today might have a little bit of tea in them. Somebody may be staying up all night watching the episodes (laughs) to see if there's anything about him in them. But it's also from royal sources, so how do we even know? know? By the way, Harry and Meghan is already Netflix's biggest documentary debut of all time. People have watched over 81 million hours of it within its first four days of the release. So pretty unbelievable. And hey, did you hear that Sean Mendes made a cameo on the new episode of Family Guy? No. Uh, it's a short but sweet moment that starts with Stewie and Brian in a coffee shop. What are we doing at this coffee shop, Stewie? This is Lois's favorite spot, and I hacked their system so they only accept Apple Pay. She's going to have no clue what to do. <laughs> I'm sorry. We only take Apple Pay. A what? Is that on my computer? Yeah, and if you don't have it, we're going to have to take the coffee back. You'll do no such thing. Sean Mendes? And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's pretty cool to see him on Family Guy. Love it. And that is what's trending this morning on Move 100. Aaron and Peter getting your day moving. Everybody was moving. Today's best variety. Move 100. It was the most dangerous toy you could ever give a kid. And you found it under the tree with your name on it. Yeah, I found it with my name on it. (laughs) I'd completely forgotten about this toy that Santa gave me. Until I found one in mint condition while I was out thrift shopping. Mm -hmm. The Salvation Army thrift store on the Bedford Common. Okay. Which is kind of a hidden gem in there. Yeah. It's really good. Um, And on the shelf was this dangerous toy that Santa gave me. It was a bottle cutting kit. It was a craft kit for kids, aimed at kids. And you could take like, oh, a wine bottle and turn it into a glass that your mother could put up and use every day if you wanted to. First of all, why would any kid want to do that? I have no idea. (laughs) Like, that would be something that, you know, somebody my age would do, a a DIY. Well, I had some weird requests from Santa, poor Santa. (laughs) And this was one of them. You would etch the bottle and keep etching the bottle and then basically just snap it off 
and then sand off the if you know in a perfect world sand off the top so that you could later use it as some sort of wine glass tumbler <laughs> which is what every kid needs which is <laughs> which may have started me on my long path yeah. to filling up tumblers with Uh-oh. wine <laughs> slippery slope later in life but seriously do you know how many times you have to try etching one of these wine bottles before you get one that doesn't break into 58 pieces so did you do did you use it i tried it a few times and then put it away that might have been my toy <laughs> i have no idea yeah. on the shelf at, uh, at this uh, Salvation Army thrift store. Oh, my gosh. Con. I can't believe that was a toy for children. Oh. What were they thinking? What, <laughs> what was Santa thinking? What was Santa thinking? I mean, but I think every generation also has the dangerous toys. Uh, when my son was roughly my age, when I wanted this bottle cutting thing, he wanted the dinosaur molding kit. I don't know if anybody listening remembers the dinosaur molding kit. I don't remember that. But you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to burn yourself. It's like a silicone molding, but you had to melt the the rubber and put it in this, put it in the oven, basically. Put it in this oven that was like an easy bake oven. Right. And (laughs) this stuff would melt in in the mold and you would pull it out, let it cool. You know, let it cool. Yeah. Don't pick it up too soon, kids, because it'll burn your fingers. Yeah. Every generation has, like, a dangerous toy. Those toys are annoying, though, because you need the parent to, to be doing the job. Like, it's yeah. not something you can just say, like, here, take this, go make yourself busy, have fun. Pretty sure my parents <laughs> said, go ahead, go uh, cut a bottle. Oh, that's bad. I, that is bad. Thank mine, you. Mine was, <laughs> the affirmation. Mo- mine was moon shoes. Do you remember moon shoes? Moon shoes, sort of. Uh, oh, they're like bouncy shoes? Yeah, you would strap. They looked like trampolines that you would strap to your feet. <laughs> and I just remember the commercial. It amazed me because these kids were jumping like three feet in the air, which would be unbelievably dangerous. But that's So we saw this commercial and we're like, oh, my God, everybody needs these moon shoes, right? But then you would get them, and you couldn't even you couldn't even jump as high as you normally would. You would just be jumping awkwardly <laughs> on these two little mini trampolines, tripping over them constantly, rolling your ankles. Could you walk on them? Not normally. Like, you just did You're- everything that you could do normally, just awkwardly and tripping over everything. It was like the most false advertising I've ever seen in my life. Did other kids who weren't Aaron... Get good at that. I, I don't think anybody did. You ever did. see anyone like jumping and bouncing down the street three foot feet Absolutely high? not. No I feel one? like everybody wanted them, got them, used them three times, hurt themselves, and never touched them again. Right until your mom threw them out or took them to, to a thrift store. And said, Here, <laughs> exactly. You deal with them. <laughs> I wonder if those were. Are they still available? Were those? Are they a band toy? Are they the lawn darts? They must. Of Past? They must be gone for good. I'll try to see if I can find a pair. Okay, Amazon is selling them children's moon shoes for $99. Wow. They would have cost, I would say, 20 25 bucks back so in the day. They never disappeared. No. They're still oh available. God. And you too can give your children, or Santa can pick them up or have the elves make them yeah. and deliver those on Christmas morning. I mean, they do look pretty cool. For the rain, <laughs> you can also get a bottle cutting kit. It doesn't no, look no, like. No, no, no. Yep. <laughs> Don't do it. You can buy the vintage ones on eBay or you can get brand new ones <sighs> and you too can send your child on <laughs> on a path of filling up <laughs> filling up tumblers that they made themselves full of wine. Of wine. Love that. <laughs> okay, dangerous toy that you had as a kid. What was yours? Oh, these are great toys that I'd forgotten about. Uh KTEL 
Super Snow Skates. Okay, look that Super one up. Snow Basically, skates. little sets of skis. On skates? That would go on the uh, bottom of your boots. Yes, yes, yes. They never know, exactly. worked either. Do they? Okay, I have such vivid memories going tobogganing with my family, and we all just were jumping on those crazy carpets. Yes. The sheer piece of plastic. It's shiny. You would, I think I got a concussion as a kid multiple times from jumping on this down a hill. I saw a meme, I, maybe just yesterday. That said, the brakes on a on a crazy carpet were the trees <laughs> at the bottom. That's exactly. It. But can you still go buy a crazy carpet at like Canadian Tire? You I don't, can get something no. like it, but no, I don't think so. Usually, they're a little bit more safe. Or a flying saucer. Those oh were. Oh my sleds. god, those were horrible. Oh my god, <laughs> those were horrible. Dangerous toys that Santa gave you. What was oh, Santa thinking? Yeah. Uh, this text says it wasn't so much a toy, but a portion of it. The banana seat on my Blue Angel bike. Mm. I used to stack two or three passengers on that thing, holding on for dear life. No helmets, of course. <laughs> how did we all get, like, how did you get away with this? It's unbelievable that that was okay at the time. Why is, why wasn't the whole country just <laughs> one big, giant class action lawsuit? I know, like, actually. This text says uh, oh. Hot Wheel tracks, because they were always laying around, and my mom could grab one easily and smack us oh with it when God. we were acting up. Mom! <laughs> oh, don't. No, no, no. That is funny. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Thomas, good morning. The dangerous toy that you had as a kid? Clacker balls. <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> Was that your nickname when you were a kid? No. <laughs> no, that's my nickname now. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but those clacker balls were dangerous. No doubt about it. Yeah, I still have it that somewhere packed away. Ooh. And I'm like, yep, I could really see how you could really have hurt yourself. The feeling of those balls on your wrist Wrists. bone? Yes. <laughs> wanted to get good at it. Yep. And some of them sound so innocent. I mean, who hasn't had hungry, hungry hippos around the house at oh, one yeah. time? Right? Yeah. I mean, there are arcade games based on hungry, hungry hippos. They've been around forever. Uh, Laura says, hungry, hungry hippos was a dangerous toy. When I was four, I got a hungry, hungry hippo for Christmas, and I wanted to be a hippo, so I ate a marble. Oh, I was like, how is that dangerous? Okay, well, hang on. It goes on. Okay. My face turned purple, so my <gasps> eight-year-old brother pounded me on the back while the babysitter was asleep on the couch. Stop. I swallowed the marble. My brother saved my life. And yes, the babysitter was fired. Well, oh, thank God your brother toy, was there. Yeah, That's any toy bad. can be dangerous sometimes. Jeez. Right? Uh, got a text here about sky dancers. Do you remember those? Your daughter probably had these. We had a dozen at least of them. <laughs> if you can't picture it, it was like a little doll. Barbie came out with a couple of their own after, but you would you would wind up a doll that was on a stand and then you would let go and it would go flying up in the air. A and helicopter. It, it, it was like a helicopter, but it'd be bashing kids in the face. They would fly, right? I've seen videos of it flying directly into a lit fire. Oh. Like just 
absolute nightmares. It was always going to find your grandfather who was sleeping on the couch and at some point. whack him in the face. This text says, I find it interesting that the generation that grew up with those dangerous toys and other things are probably the most well-adjusted adults. Are we, though? Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> sure? You call this well-adjusted? <laughs> We're doing amazing. <laughs> Scotty, how about you? The dangerous toy that you got as a kid? My mother's uh, favorite bread knife in the in the kitchen. Yeah. I would go outside in the, in wintertime, and I would, <clears throat> I would make fake robot monsters and then cut them in half with her favorite bread knife. Now, I don't think she knew I was doing this, either that, or she was looking at me through the window going, I don't care how many knives you ruined. She's out of my hair. Yeah. He just died. <laughs> you know? And those homemade mittens she made, pretty absorbent when you cut yourself. And you could cover up the blood in the yard pretty easily with a couple of kicks of snow. Oh, <laughs> poor little Scotty. It's okay. <laughs> It's a wonder you turned out to be the fine, upstanding gentleman uh, and, and contributor to this exactly. society. That, and that, now that I know. have kids. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> yeah, but now I can't get them outside. Just you take this knife, go. Mornings <laughs> 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 in Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Nothing like playing with your mom's favorite butter knife. I can't. This one is. I mean, how many people? have been burned, maybe continue to be burned if they have small children, by easy bake ovens. I never had one as a kid. Oh. I don't think I was allowed. Like, I think my mom knew there's no way to we can trust her. <laughs> can't trust Darren can't, with an easy bake oven. Can't do it. If the bulb is hot enough to bake a small cake, <laughs> chances are <laughs> it's going to burn the top of your hand when you try to take the cake out. Absolutely. Or the pan. The pan is going to do that. Yeah. Another one of those ones that you had to have a parent around just to play with it. Yeah, how annoying. That's What's the point of toys if the parent has to do it all? <laughs> this text says, what was up with the jumping toys? Pogo sticks were one thing, uh, but I had a toy, which was a hard plastic lemon about the size of a grapefruit on the end of a line that had a loop on the other end. You were supposed to loop around your ankle. Oh my gosh, that was yeah. called... Skip it. Skip it. Skip, Skip it. it. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you would jump and try to avoid that big lemon-sized thing. <laughs> like skipping on one foot sort of thing. Yeah, and it would bash your freaking ankle mm-hmm. bones like scooters would back in the day. True, when they did the, the, the 180 oh or the 360 God. turnaround Those thing. Those Razor scooters yeah. killed me. <laughs> About that toy, though, the, the what did you call it? The skip it the thing? skip it. It yeah. ends, the text ends, a suitable toy for a future river dancer, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Riverdance started. Yeah. 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 Good morning, Aaron and Peter. I remember one Christmas, we all got potato guns. And those little pieces of potato hurt like heck, especially in the face. So did you chop up the potato and yeah. then put it in? I think you just kind of pushed the potato into the end of the gun or something like oh that. Oh, my. I never had one, thank God. Yeah. But, yeah, they were like a real thing Jeez. that you could hurt your brothers and sisters and yeah. anybody else with. No. Not great. No, it wouldn't It wouldn't <laughs> kill you, but it would hurt. I saw a text about a slip and slide, which you oh. can obviously still buy. But how many kids have, like, broken their collarbone or something like that flying down one of those bad boys. You see a little warning on the front of the package yeah. that you completely ignore and say, here, kids. <laughs> Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. Oh, I love when we have first-time players on the $1,000 Minute. Danielle Tremblay, how you feeling this morning? I'm feeling awesome. Awesome. You got your husband, Dan, there with you, who's going to be helping you out this morning. Yep. He's good at trivia? 
Um, better than me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, hey, one second. You're, you're Danielle. Your husband is Dan? Yeah. Is, oh, so is, is my father. I don't oh want to get God. into oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, okay. for another time. <laughs> all right. So, Danielle, here's how the game works. You get one minute on the clock, 10 questions. Get them all uh, right. You're going to win 1000 bucks. If not, we'll give you $10 for each correct answer you give us. Danielle, if you don't know the answer to something, just say pass. If there's time, we can come yep. back to it. But the moment you give us an answer, that is what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Yep. All right. Here we go, Danielle. Your $1,000 minute on move starts now. Danielle, exposure to sunlight produces which vitamin? A. Britney Spears, Michael Jackson, and Cardi B all did commercials for what kind of pop? In the 12 Days of Christmas song, what gift is given on day two? Turtle dog. What's the Olympic sport that has an athlete throwing a heavy metal ball as far as they can? Pass. Save money, live better is the slogan for what big box store? Sorry? Save money, live better. The slogan for what big box store? Oh, big box. Big, uh, oh, pass. If someone is long in the tooth, what are they? Long in the tooth? Yes, it's an expression. Uh, I don't know. Avatar, <laughs> the way of water comes out today. Name the Canadian who directed it. Uh, what Disney <laughs> World attraction inspired five Johnny Depp movies? Pirates of the Caribbean. Which bird is a universal symbol for peace? Dove. Who was Snoopy's best friend, bird friend? Sorry? The bird friend of Snoopy was who? Dove. Uh, Time uh, up. <laughs> My uh, phone cut out, and I was like, I didn't even hear uh, that. Uh, <laughs> no. All right. That's the worst. Okay, Danielle, let's go through the questions together. You uh, you got a few for sure. So, vitamin D, yep, exposure to sunlight. Uh, Britney Spears, Michael Jackson, and Cardi B all did commercials for Pepsi in the 12 Days all of right. Christmas. Yeah, see, likely. you got it. In the 12 Days of Christmas, day two is two turtle doves. You knew that. The Olympic sport, throwing a heavy metal ball as far as you can, is called shot put. Mm. Walmart's slogan is save money, live better. Oh, mm. okay. If somebody is long in the tooth, they're old. Oh. Mm. I've never heard that one before. James Cameron <laughs> is the Canadian who directed Avatar. Yeah, I would have never gotten that. Uh, the Disney World attraction that inspired five Johnny Depp movies is Pirates of the uh, Caribbean. The Dove is the universal symbol for peace. And Snoopy's bird friend is Woodstock. Uh, mm. Danielle, five out of ten, fifty bucks. Yeah, woo! <laughs> I love go. the enthusiasm. Okay, Danielle, listen, uh, next time you play, make sure you listen to our podcast. We put it up every day, and every day we also give away the answer to question number ten there, okay? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Danielle, thank you so much for playing, and you hang on the line for us, okay? Thank you. All right, your chance to win a grand tomorrow. Wouldn't that be perfect right before the holidays? Let's see if we can do it tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. Your chance to play and win the money is at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning on Move 100. Bring me that smile in the morning. Mornings at Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Rated E for everyone. Hello, everyone. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Move 100. Uh, good morning, Move 100, the dangerous toys that you had as a kid. Um, so my sister and I were 90s babies, and it was huge to get crazy carpets. I mentioned the crazy carpets, and people were texting in saying they don't call them crazy carpets anymore because you can't say crazy. You can't say crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I missed that part. So yeah. you, know, you know what they're calling them at Canadian Tire? What? Turbo carpets. <laughs> 
Which is pretty accurate as Not well. Not quite the yeah. same ring to it. <laughs> I honestly can't believe they still make stuff. Oh, my God. Do yeah. you have kids? I do. Would you give them a turbo carpet? <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> Think of the fun they're missing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good morning, Move 100. The dangerous toy that you had as a kid? Growing up in northwestern Ontario, how about the mighty PT Racer? Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> did you have one? <laughs> I did. You would get some serious air on those bad boys. Serious air and serious injury. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever hurt yourself really just, bad on one of those? Uh, I didn't get any broken collarbones, but my brother did. Uh, of course. GT Racer, thank you. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. Okay, here we go. Uh, what are we? Ten days away <laughs> I, from... I can't. Ten days away from that big day coming up, <laughs> all right? So this is not exactly a holiday tradition. Eh, maybe. Maybe it is for some people. But 6% of us will do it today. Mm. What is it that 6% of us will do today? And it's kind of holiday related. Okay. Give us a call with your guests. 451-1313 or text in your guests right now to 124-7. Good morning, Move 100, your guests. Uh, office, lunch, Christmas party. You know what? We're doing that today. We actually are. <laughs> that's uh, not what we're looking for, but thank you uh, for reminding us of the luncheon. Yeah, I'm pumped now. <laughs> thank you. Happy Christmas. You too. Bye-bye. Hi, Move 100. What's your guess? Yeah, um, the answer to the question, is it a Christmas? Like, go buy a Christmas tree? No, that's oh. not it. I saw a, the tree lot that's on the Bedford Highway that I drove by the other day is mm -hmm. gone. So oh my maybe, gosh. maybe people think that, yeah, maybe they think everybody's got a tree by now. How Too about close. you? Well, that's, that's weird because, like, my mother-in-law had an incident where, like, they didn't come home. Like, they, were, they lived in Alberta, and they came home for Christmas, and she was frantically looking for a tree, I think, the 23rd of December. Oh, my gosh. And, like, couldn't find one anywhere. And oh. Christmas was almost ruined, but I think, like, they found one. Um, <laughs> like, there was one tree lot left, and they got, like, the last tree or, she, or like, the second last tree on there. She should have pulled a Peter and cut a tree down from <laughs> her backyard, <laughs> from backyard like he did. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for your guess. No problem. Bye. Bye. Hey, Move 100, your guess? I'm going to say drinking eggnog. Ah, yummy. Mm, but not it. Nope. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, guys. Add a little run to that and it tastes better. Uh, yeah. You don't got to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. That was fun. I know. Okay, but not the right answer. No. We haven't got there yet. 6% uh, of us who do this today, not exactly a holiday tradition. Okay, text coming in. In the yeah. afternoon of decorating. Nope. Wrapping presents. Mm -hmm. Kissing under the mistletoe. Can you still do that? Kiss who? That is a question you have to ask yourself before you kiss <laughs> someone under the mistletoe. Am I allowed to kiss this person? Yes. Can I kiss you? What? <laughs> It's all about consent. Six percent. <laughs> we'll do this today. That's not it yet. Okay, Jason says bake something, nope. decorate the tree, this text says, and start Christmas shopping. There's like a hundred texts that say start their Christmas shopping. That is about as close as we got to the right answer. It's true, six, yeah. Six percent of us will fake an illness to go shopping today. Call in sick? Call in sick or I don't know. I need to do that. <laughs> Aaron and Peter's 12 Days of Christmas Bonuses. Well, good morning to Melinda Latticer. How you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Good. You are at work 
currently at the hospital, but calling us for your Christmas bonus. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Melinda, we are happy to tell you that just for playing this morning, you have instantly won a Move 100 smart speaker. So you can take that home. You can be listening to Christmas music this holiday season. Perfect. Thank you. Don't give it away. Don't re-gift it. (laughs) I won't. You're going to want it. I will. (laughs) And now we are going to ask you three true or false Christmas questions. For each question that you get right, you will win a Christmas bonus, okay? Okay. Okay. Okay, so you're going to want to hear this sound. That means you're right. That means bonus time. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Melinda, true or false? First one playing for a $50 gift card to Halifax Shopping Center. True or false, the movie Bad Santa has just been named the Christmas movie with the most swear words in it. True or false? Uh, true. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 50 bucks. First Christmas bonus. Let's try for Christmas bonus number two. A $100 Sobeys gift card. True or false? In the 12 Days of Christmas song, the gift on the fifth day is five platinum rings. Uh, fifth day. <laughs> <laughs> clickety She goes, fifth day, you hear the t- keyboard go wild. <laughs> uh, the fifth day of Christmas. Day Sing Christmas. the song. Like it always helps. Melinda hasn't heard the song before. I know. <laughs> She's looking up the lyrics. <laughs> uh... So again, it's what? The 12 days of Christmas. The gift on the fifth day of Christmas. And sing it again, Peter. Five platinum rings. False. False? Oh, thank God. (laughs) Please don't say true. (laughs) What is it, Peter? Five golden rings. rings. (laughs) Now you know it, right? She doubted herself. That's okay. It's a lot of pressure. I understand. Uh Uh-huh. Finally. Finally. Speaking of pressure. $500 cash. True or false? Herr Noel and Chris Kringle are both alternate names for Santa Claus. True or false? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, clickety clackety, clickety clackety, clickety clackety. Uh, what did it say again? Say it again. Okay, let me tell you. Let me read the question again. Maybe you couldn't hear me. <clears throat> Per Noel and Chris Kringle are both alternate names for Santa Claus. Is that true or false? True. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're making a sweat over Jeez. here, Melinda. <laughs> I didn't hear you say the first part of Chris Kringle. What? Oh, man. Uh, well, Melinda, you did oh, wow. it. $650 in cash and gift cards this morning, of course, along with a Move 100 smart speaker. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And you uh, have to go back. It is different when you're on the other end. <laughs> I know. You have to go back to Christmas school. <laughs> ah, yeah. Uh, Thanks, Melinda, Peter. congratulations. And you hang on the line for us, okay? Thanks a lot. All right. <laughs> that was amazing. All right. It's so much fun. we got to do this tomorrow. We're going right? to do it again tomorrow. $650 in cash and gift cards up for grabs. With the 12 days of Christmas bonuses, your turn to win tomorrow at 9 o'clock on Move 100. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.